my calculations are correct, when this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're gonna see some serious shit. It's Geek Stuff, TNG. What the fuck is a reboot? We're gonna be rolling out a lot of new things. Where the stars in this piece of shit? Oh, are you? I am the sandwich. No one of consequence. You can find me on Xbox at Fat Dumbledore. <laughs> you know what keeps going through my head? Where's my sandwich? I am Monty. Excellent. You're crushing my soul and giving me a headache at the same time. There'll be food and drink and ghosts. Show me what you got. Is it too late to say that I, I kind of don't care for Star Wars? You can say that Dream. and find your way out the door. <laughs> the force is strong with this one. And I am Big Kev. Hail to the king, baby. Yo, that kid Monty is fired. I have Amigo Isis action figure. Ah, uh, mighty Isis. And here we go. I've got a Dungeon Master's Guide I've got a 12-sided die I've got Kitty Pride And Nightcrawler too Waiting there for me Yes, I do I do I've got posters on my wall Boys! Episode 600! Hey, we made it! We made, we're all accounted for. We're accounted for. We have power going on for now. We have a new Power's intro. A it's 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 a good day. It's a damn good day. It's a historical day. Yes. Uh, so we want to right off the bat. We want to welcome everyone who is uh, listening to episode six hundred. Uh, we want to welcome uh, anyone who may pop into the uh, uh, the Petraean, uh who is enjoying their last uh, free look at what it looks like to see the show live on Instagram. Uh, I understand from executive producer OG that uh, we will be exploring new options that will uh, keep you pesky non-patrons out. (laughs) So there's that. And speaking of the man, the myth, the legend, OG... You know, I've referred to him. You know, I've referred to him as the legend on probably half a dozen occasions in the last week. Oh, you know, like if you look. Oh, well. Well, first, let's say he's here. OG is here, joining us for episode six hundred. Hello, how are you? Live and in the flesh in the computer. That's it. Live in the flesh in the computer from the upside down. (laughs) The upside down, also known as the path of the hurricane. That's right. That's right. Because yeah. 2020 hasn't been fucking fun enough. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, so uh, OG's going gonna, OG's gonna to join us uh, for the uh, fastidious... I, I, maybe I didn't use that word right. For the, uh, for the festive episode uh, 600 that we're uh, taping today. So that's number one. Very happy to have him. Uh, we're a little disappointed. We had hoped to have Mr. Fantastic, the show's original producer... Uh, here with us today and unfortunately it just didn't work out and it's really 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 sad uh that that didn't happen i was looking forward to it i, I know og was looking forward to it as well as as the as i'm sure that, that mr mayhem and the sandwich were looking forward to it as well so that aside let's get on to right out of the gate this is geek stuff tng now <laughs> no more of that big kev's geek stuff that's over uh and all of our social medias and all of the these sort of things 
should now be set pretty much uh, uh, for you to receive the information properly branded as Geek Stuff TNG, including and uh, uh, most immediately, you'll want to go directly to geekstufftng.com and see the brand new website. Now, I've seen it since it was a fetus website. Um, <laughs> and I know that I saw Mr. Mo Mr. Monty saw it yesterday, maybe day before yesterday, but we kept it. We kept it from the sandwich. So yes. have you had a chance to look at it yet, Mr. Sandwich? I did. I really, really liked it. Not just saying because I'm on air. I really enjoyed the whole fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's good that's good your honesty is appreciated here oh, yeah. and uh, did you like the 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 logos i did like the logos i actually really like them a lot uh i like the one where i have uh monty called the flavor flav sandwich chain i like that one a lot uh <laughs> all great me? logos i don't see a sandwich there like monty pointed this out to me too and i'm like what no it's what? there clear as day it's like a piece of bread as like the as the necklace, like the way like Flavor Flav had the clock, he has a, yeah, a I, big I, gold piece I, of bread. I, I get it. I just don't. I don't know why. It's like the blue dress, gold dress thing. Do you see a sandwich? Oh, gee, have you visited the site yet? I, I'm on the site right now. I'm 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 looking. Uh, I'm looking at the site as we speak. So I don't know. Maybe OG will 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 not see it. Also, maybe it's a. Maybe it's a, a well, thing. It's, I don't know. You know what? I, it's it's a, it's the infinity sandwich. I think is what might be throwing. You, no, right? no, no, no. It's, it's the other one. It's got the chest on it. It's the other one where where there's the big microphone. It's on like the D and D sandwich. one. It's the grilled cheese sandwich. Is that <laughs> what it is? Yeah, it looks if like you, the grilled it, cheese sandwich. If you have insight on the the necklace I'm wearing on the website, <laughs> you can call the GVM hotline two zero one. Seven three zero two five four seven. Yeah, Let us know what sandwich you think I'm wearing in the uh, wonderful new it's, logo. It's either grilled cheese or uh, or uh, PB and J. That'd be my right uh, now. Right now, somewhere on a box is just typing away at the phone. Like I gotta be the first guy to identify the sandwich. <laughs> So, I look at the sandwich and I see a pastrami on rye with uh, some lettuce, tomato. And... I, I will say, I will say, I I love the the layout of the website. It's it's a nice update from the GeoCities version that that was going on before. Uh, so so it's it's great. Hopefully between this, hopefully the open, which by the way, I'm glad we started the open like a year ago and waited till like this morning to finally finish everything and just kind of finish some of the levels. Yeah. Uh, you know, cause last second for everything, might as well finish it before there was like a power outage or, or the house was still standing. Do you know what's, do you know what's funny about that? Two things. One, I want to make the comment that. I mean, usually it's sandwich that is insulting OG. But if you want to take the reins today by calling his hard work a GeoCity site, that's on you. Oh, come Two, on. <laughs> I think it's hysterical that we have we have for over a month, I'd say six weeks, we've been we, we have been I mean, we've been working on it, you know, for a long time, this transition getting to 600. We've been working on it for a while. Mm -hmm. But the last kind of I want to say like the last six weeks. That we have been intensely like, all right, everything needs to be in place by the time we do 600. And the whole website got redone. And 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 speaking of which, we want to thank uh, our friend from across the pond in the 
okay, let's say great because he'll maybe he'll appreciate that regardless of its uh, truth or not. Uh, from the great country of Scotland, Brian Cameron, our webmaster, uh, who rebuilt or built the new site top to bottom. And I think it looks exquisite. We're really Beautiful. happy about it. Um, it really is kind of very modern, very updated. Uh, it's going to have the episodes on there. Uh, and, and I'm going to say, I'm, I'm going to give it just a, just a real quick breakdown. You're going to get 52 episodes will always be available on the website. That's a year of episodes. So if you've gone for more than a year without listening to Geek Stuff TNG, that's when you're in trouble. <laughs> but you have 52 episodes available to you, um, something like five or so on the first page. The other thing you want to do is we all know, especially in this time of COVID, that every one of you is shopping on Amazon. Well, why not pop over to Geeks of TNG and go through our Amazon affiliate links right on the site? You're helping out the show. You're helping out yourself, as as OG would would say many years ago, and uh, uh, and and that would be a great thing as well. Um, in addition to that, you're going to see some ads uh, for people that we are affiliated with. Our sponsor, of course, Build X Wing over there as well, as well as Fanta Tracks, the best Star Wars news site in the universe. So you're going to see uh, 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 an, an ad for that over there as well. And your ads can appear there as well. Click on advertising and connect with us that way, and we'll give you more information. And then Patreon, or Patreon, Patreon, uh, party on, party on, party on, uh, <laughs> as, as PK would say, um, Patreon. Actually, right now, Patreon just brings you to uh, our Patreon where you can join. And what are those levels again, Mr. Monty? Sir, for a dollar, you can join our lovely Discord service where you can talk to people of the show, like me. And you can interact with the other oh, fans. Oh, oh, of, oh I'm, um, not let, I'm not oh, letting that go. Oh, no, 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 no. You can't pop in this week and be like, hey, I'm at my quarterly duty. I, I, I interacted like twice <laughs> i talked so, to people there i'm just saying all right all right i'll send you a cookie i will get a mrs fields cookie sent to you uh, I will in the great state of hawaii live. i will open that cookie live on the air because that's how sure i am you're not going to send me a cookie i'll even give you my address i'll bet you you're not going to send we me we can a do cookie. that after the show i all think right, you, fine, i think you fine. absolutely should for three dollars a month you get the show a day and a half early which is usually tuesday night and a sneak peek at the prep sheet. But by the way, I've been trying to do like a little uh, streaming live cast uh, on the YouTubes. I tried the Twitch, but I failed. Uh, kind of just talking to a few folks while putting the stories together with a little chit chat. It worked out great uh, for uh, one episode. It crashed and burned for the second one. So, you know, adding <laughs> 500 there. Uh, for $5 a month, get the weekend bonus show of the sandwich shop. Which, sandwich, did you post an episode this weekend? Uh, see, what I was totally doing is waiting what, for episode 600 what had happened to get was, an appreciation episode. Uh, it'll be up tonight uh, after the episode. They're going to be put up together. So just a whole new, a whole rollout of everything. Nice. I was you know, just definitely I'm just waiting. Gonna, I'm just going to say that no one likes it when a sandwich shits around for too long. It just kind of gets soggy and soft. <laughs> you kind of just stare at it for a while. You're like, do I really want this? I don't really want this. I might eat it because it's the only thing available. But like... I don't know. Do I have a toenail available? Ah, fuck it. I'll eat the sandwich. Put it up. <laughs> and you get and you get a oh, vintage episode. A, that is a brilliant and beautiful analogy. It really is. Uh, you also get a vintage show of Big Kev Geek stuff. And for $10 a month. What's that? Uh, I, 
vintage. It's, What's it's that? It's Your classic. superior. Yeah. That's what that is. <laughs> uh, and for ten for ten dollars a month, you get the live show on Instagram, where really you see the the mess of of things that are happening on a daily basis. Uh, which Will's trash is on right now, where he says happy anniversary slash birthday on six hundredth episode. So, Will, thank you very much, sir. Much, much uh, appreciated there. But those are our, our tiers over at the Patreon. Yes. So, right now on the website, different. Patreon will bring you to that page where you can sign up and be part of that. Um, however, in the future, in the very near future, it's one of the first things on the list. There is going to be, under that link, there is going to be uh, an area of content that is only available to our Patreon folks. Uh, so that's one of the, the the near future plans. Also on the website, you'll be able to find brand new video content, which we have uh, uh, filed under the category Studio V, which we always have done. And um, there'll be new uh, Studio V stuff. There'll be some classic uh, me and OG uh, reviewing some uh, toys stuff. Uh, and some other things. Uh, we'll try to get episode 200 uh, uh, up there. Um, is is you breaking the code with Kia stands in there? Is that is that is that video available for people to watch? What what's that? What's that? Is that are you breaking the uh, the hot toys and the code of Kia stands? Is that video available I, for? I don't think it was. I think it was Mezco. I don't think it was Code of Kia. Oh really? Stands. I thought it was. A, I, actually, I thought it was a oh, hot toy piece. If I'm oh no, that. it was. Oh, oh oh sir, it was a hot toys. It was a Hot Toys joint ah, that okay. I broke. Remember? Gotcha. Yeah, because I was yeah. trying to put some accessory on. And in production Tim's basement? In production Tim's basement, yeah. Um, but yes, those those fabulous uh, 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 pieces of, of history that you and I created, yes, they will be available. They'll be uh, rebranded as classic, uh, and new content will go up as we uh, create it. So that's the... That's kind of the website in a nutshell right now, but there are already plans and there are already, uh, I saw that there are already plans <laughs> and there are already, um, uh, uh, things in the works, uh, that are going to expand geek stuff, TNG into new and exciting, uh, platforms and, and things. Monty is already experimenting with some of those things, but more on that later. What we want to do now is we will probably want to get into the news. Sure, we can definitely do that. Uh, oh, we're doing that this week? There's, oh, dude, there's, there's a lot of news. We have a lot of voicemails, too, by the way. We do have a lot oh. of voicemails. We have oh, man, we have at least eight voicemails, I believe, last I checked. So, uh, yeah, we, we, we got a lot of stuff that we're going to be able to talk about today, or listen to, rather. Uh, so, yeah, so in terms of the prep sheet, um, Disney released its quarterly earnings just uh, a few hours ago. Uh, I'm not going to go crunch the numbers because obviously we're not a business podcast. Uh, but some of the main headlines that we care about, uh, Mulan is going to be skipping theaters and going straight to Disney Plus for a premium debut. Uh, it'll be interesting on how this exactly rolls out. I haven't gone onto Disney Plus in the last few hours. Uh, but what they're going to do with Mulan, which, by, which reminder, was expected to bring in buco bucks for the company. It was supposed to be one of those sure. tentpole films where... Remember, no matter what you think about these quote-unquote live-action movies, uh, they they were like guaranteed like oh billion dollars in revenue. So you got to remember that. But it's going to be debuting on the platform for twenty nine ninety nine, uh, on top of your monthly subscription fee already for the platform. Uh, Hold on. Let's yes. Stop. 
29 30 bucks that's 20, 30, 30 bucks, bucks baby and do you like do, and that's what to watch it one time or you just unlock they, it so they, you're able to watch it in the future they didn't say how long it is that you have it for but it's a rental they don't say how long the rental is they, they did, all they say is a rental starting september 4th for, for me, 30 dollars yep that's 30 a bucks price. i don't think i don't see that as a bad price you don't see that as a bad price because when you go to the movie, it's three people. Right. Correct. Right. So what I'm saying is $30 and, you know, like what? So what if you have like one, you know, what if you're just like one person? You're going to pay $30 to watch a movie one so time? I bet if you actually took the time to do the math, I bet going to the movie for one person still costs you $30. Even if, if you you're not get, paying ticket If you get concessions, if, maybe. If you're just getting a ticket, there's no way. What if, you're sne- bucks, what if you're right? sneaking in? What if what you're if sneaking you just, in? What if, OG, you just walk, you put the phone up to the side of your head, and you walk past the ticket guy with purpose? Listen, big as if you're saying, stuff. I'm coming, your I'm coming in right now. <laughs> your criminal enterprise is not the average Joe, all right? Oh, Okay. All right, that's fair. I'll remove myself but, from the. But equation. if you take into account that a ticket is eighteen bucks, right? Thereabouts. Easily, that twelve dollars is that twelve dollars is easily consumed by even just if you take into account time, driving, and concession. That twelve dollars is it costs you thirty dollars when I go see a movie, like when I go see the new Marvel movie by myself, or like I go with Big Kev and PK when we used to go, I would easily cost me 30 or more just for my ticket alone. Oh, oh, oh sir, I'd like, to, I'd like to chime in there. That's because you drank. No, you, dude, even, we went even, to even, the... a candy, even a candy is, is eight bucks. <laughs> okay. So you get a candy and a soda. Okay. I can 30. see. I can see this argument. You're still at thirty. That's yeah. And, you're and right. honestly, from Disney, Disney probably sees it as a home run because for them, they're not splitting the ticket sales at the theater like they would under a traditional model. True. Right. Right. So it's a hundred percent profit. So they actually only have to sell half as many rentals as they would ticket sales normally to break even. True. Not to mention that it's only the US market that's going to be significantly affected at first, maybe the UK market. China's not going to be affected. They're probably not going to watch it. Yeah, maybe. Mm. So, hey sandwich, back off yes. that mic a little bit, brother. You are No, but but Tokyo loud. will, Japan will. Right. No, I I can see, you know, I see the point and I yeah, I agree with you. I mean, once you take you know, all of those things, all those computations in but here's a computation I think that is different about this, and that is if I wait three months, I'll be able to watch it on Disney Plus for free. Yeah, see, but here's here's what I think Disney's going to do. I think Disney's going to make you sit on it for a year before they release it free to subscribers. Interesting. Because that's what they used to do when it went to Netflix. It was almost a year, six months. Right. So do you think if this model is successful that they're going to release Black Widow that way? 100%. That's interesting. And here's here's the other thing to take into account, especially the U.S. market. Taking, sorry not to dominate the conversation. No, but, go on. You're, you're here, sir. Dominate. But, 
But the other the other part of this to take into the equation, especially in the U.S. right now, is that parents are chomping at the bit, chomping at the bit for anything new to help entertain their children. See, I was actually going right. to ask you about that, too, OG, because my question is, you know, if, if a kid goes to a theater, there's a bit of a buildup. There's kind of that excitement to want to go see a movie. So, but does Mulan really fall into that category where kids are going to be chomping at the bit to want to watch it? So for, for me and, and Frodo and my family, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, he, to him, the movie going experience, like in our house, right? Cause we try to do at least one a week, mm-hmm. the movie going experience in our house. It's, it's like a whole thing. We pull out the bed in the living room, you know, we get like snacks and drinks and so he's excited to just have that sort of downtime family time moment i suspect a lot of children feel that same way so i you know yeah there is the excitement of going to the movie theater but i i i think i think kids are looking for new content as well something they haven't seen before something that's new something that's slightly different it's a good point movies if they like um i'm gonna not i'm gonna say that most kids my son's age don't like or or not like mulan because i don't know how many parents have actively shown like he's seen a ton of disney movies but mulan is not one of them that's not because we don't like it in this house it's not one that he's watched right so i don't know how much i've been a fan there of mulan but if in movies in general disney movies in general mm-hmm. i don't know I, well I and let's let's take advantage of this Let's be honest about this movie, too, with all due respect. I mean, we haven't seen it, so we don't know a whole lot about it other than what we've seen in the trailer. But let's be honest. It looks like Disney's done almost like a classic kung fu movie. It looks ama- I think it looks amazing. The trailer looks great. Uh, yeah, I'm not saying it doesn't. I'm just saying, like, that's the feel that I have for the movie. Like, 100%. I expect any second, you know, like, walking from, out, uh, from behind a pillar, I expect to see Jet Li. So, like, I mean, I, it would be. It's not going to happen, but it would be. But that's the vibe that I get from it. So I'm, I'm interested in, in seeing it from multiple perspectives. Am I $30 interested? I don't know. I don't know that I, I don't know that for me, at least, I don't, I don't know that I need to do that. So, right, so, but again, like, I don't know that I would have been $30 interested to go see it in the theater either. I actually might be more likely to see it at home. Then go see it in the theater. To be honest with you, and one thing, Will, one thing just Will to add says. On, uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry, sorry. This 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 is the problem, by the way, when you're also social distancing and we all can't be in the yeah. same room. But uh, one thing Chapik says is, uh, we're we are looking at Mulan as a one-off, as opposed to saying there's a new business windowing model we are looking at. So they're looking to at least just do it with Mulan. It looks like I'm assuming just because the parks are closed, so they need to have if, that big amount of revenue come in. Five. Which, by the way, the park is the like most of their revenue a good chunk of the majority of their revenue i should say but but we all know how this works and 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 yeah you've got a good background in this sort of Mm -hmm. put together an announcement by a company yep they have to say that this is a one-off because they can't not say that because immediately the speculation will begin Mm -hmm. what this really is it's it's a it's a testing ground that's it for yeah, sure. I was going to say the same thing. This because if this is successful, successful, if this is successful and they make a dump truck full of $100 bills, you right. can bet your ass they're buying more dump trucks. 100%. 100%. <laughs> 
that's that's what yeah i agree with you will will says this will encourage people to pirate it also true i have to say but where can't you also argue that a lot of stuff that before they actually hit theaters you could already buy at a corner uh in yeah. manhattan at the same time so i feel like this isn't really yeah. i don't think that's really going to change things no, and, and 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 look the people who pirate shit already are the ones that are pirating it joe bob and kelly sue and their four kids with the white picket fence and the ugly dog are not pirating Aww. it suddenly it's on disney plus I was wondering where you're going with that analogy. In their trailer <laughs> with their beer and cigarettes. No, those people might be pirating on their broken fire stick. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Oh, uh, right. What's next? Uh, moving on, let's just see. So, uh, also, there was word that the uh, MCU, MCU shows are going to be getting pushed back some more. Um, uh, Jake, uh, bu- bu- I'm, I'm skimming through it. Uh, Champion said that they need more filming done before they can actually debut. So uh, just sit tight and wait for, for more of those MCU type shows. Because uh, what was it? It was Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, WandaVision. WandaVision. Loki. And Loki. Yes, that was it. <laughs> so those, and, and Falcon and WandaVision were supposed to be two of the earlier shows. So yes. uh, uh, we have to just kind of sit pat back and wait. I mean, that's just the that's world we're living in. Everything's being delayed right now. So that's because they don't have the magic that the Mandalorian has. Those those video walls. Oh, gee, have you seen Gallery? I have not seen Gallery, but I know the Mandalorian video walls. I, I know about them. Dude, I've you have to watch stuff. Gallery. You have to watch Gallery. It will blow your mind. Uh, the making of The Mandalorian. It will absolutely blow your mind, OG. You have to watch it. I do not doubt it. Uh, moving on, Ron Howard talks a little bit about a possible solo sequel, and it's not exactly good news. He says to Sirius XM, well, there's no sequel plan now, and it's amazing to be part of a Star Wars movie that seems to be kind of an underground hit, which is not what, you'd, which, well, which is not what you'd expect. But that's been an odd, strange journey for that movie. So if he's telling the truth, we're SOL because we, as much as we've all said that we like the movie. Um, right. You know, we talked about uh, a Lando series on Disney Plus, which. Who yeah, knows we're not we're not happen. SOL. What, what's SOL is Solo 2 as a movie. However, Solo or Lando, and God help them if they don't call them the Calrissian Chronicles, if it does focus on Lando, um, uh, or, or whatever, that, whatever that story space is going to contain, it's going to be TV. They've already said it. There's, there's something like two dozen Star Wars TV projects that are in the works. You know, so rather than do a solo two, they'll do maybe they'll do a single season solo TV series and see how it does. And if it doesn't do great, they've wrapped up the story. Everybody's happy. And if it does gangbusters like it probably will, mm-hmm. because they don't have Last Jedi shitting on it six months later uh, or six months earlier, if that's the case. Then they can do a season two and maybe a season three. But they also have things that they know are going to be one-off seasons. You know, they are developing projects they know are going to be one-off seasons. This is a story, rather than telling it in a movie, let's tell it in however many episodes there were in The Mandalorian. You know, were there 12 episodes in The Mandalorian? I don't even think it was that many. Let's say it's eight episodes. Eight episodes. Let's tell this story in eight 
one-hour episodes. It's two movies. Well, some of my favorite EU books to ever come out. Uh, I mean, uh, the Zahn trilogy and all that stuff, obviously. We love all those books, right? But some of my favorite books to come out of that period of Star Wars literature were Tales from Jabba's Palace, uh, yeah. Unfinished Tales, Tales of the Bounty Hunter. All of those serialized sort of... Uh, you know, one-off anthologies, anthologies. Thank you. All those anthology yes. type books that came out, they have six or seven really solid, well-written stories in them. You got some real oh, good yeah. meat potatoes about a handful of characters. You're like, there was a whole story about fucking salacious crumb. That was genius. Yeah. If I remember correctly. So I, Star Wars, is it new to that type of storytelling? They just need to fucking tap into it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I think that they're, I think that there there are more enough people interested in doing it. Disney clearly wants as much of that content as they can possibly produce because the Mandalorian went through the roof. And you know, and the next ones that are coming are probably going to be the same. They're probably going to go the roof through the roof for, for the same reasons. Obi-Wan, you're going to put you're going to revive Cassian uh uh Cassian Andor and K2SO. Who's not watching a buddy movie between a, 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 a rebel a, a, a leader and his wise-ass cracking robot? Right, you know, yeah. I know. I happen to know uh, for a fact that he's with us now. OG, OG loves that damn robot. Uh, you know, the robot I love. I do love the robot. So that's what I'm robot, saying. But I do love the robot. Uh, one other bit of uh, Star Wars news. Just more of a, like, a nice little fun nugget. Uh, Carl Urban reveals that he was a secret stormtrooper. He had a little cameo in Rise of Skywalker. Um, yeah, hysterical. Yeah, which just, I mean, the, I mean, as if the dude's not awesome enough and the boy is just kind of saying that is just kind of, you know, one more cool thing. Like, how do you not like this guy? And you know, there's more as well spread out through those three films that have just never been revealed. As, as, as I, I think I posted an article about this on our Facebook page. Uh, Geek Stuff TNG over at Facebook. I think I posted an article about that, that there are more, but they just have chosen not to reveal. And Carl Orban was just like, yeah, I'll talk about it. And and he's not even like, he's not just a guy who marches through a scene. He has a line, mm -hmm. you know? And I think that's really awesome. You know, I, I, wish, I wish I was friends with J.J. Abrams enough where I could just be like, um, you think you can stick me in that, that, sort of cantina scene that you know you're <laughs> you're you're kind of uh pawning off of in your movie like something like that you know like i think that would be awesome that would be that would be pretty yeah. awesome Carl um, urban they should give him an actual role in a star wars movie what do i know <laughs> uh which by the way remember just uh, uh the next season of the boys coming september 4th um, exactly a month from today, so I'm very excited for that. That I'm you, you can super... either watch Mulan or season two of The Boys. Pick your poison. <laughs> I mean, you probably could watch both. This is true. I'd probably just not with the kids in the room for uh, for The Boys. I'm I'm gonna go I mean, that's that. how you choose to raise your family. <laughs> that is very true too. That is uh, very yeah. very yeah. true. Um, yes, you can you can raise a criminal delinquent and watch The Boys. Oh, I was gonna say and watch Mulan, but however oh. you want to identify. Yeah. By the way, speaking of, uh, but just take a little uh, detour off the prep sheet, just to talk about some of the stuff I watched this past week because we've been usually doing that off the top of the show. Um, oh yeah. Finally, rewatched The Rocketeer for the first time in forever. The the movie holds up so much better than I remember. Just absolutely gorgeous film. Brilliant. Um, it's just just 
uh, like I want more Rocketeer. I love it. Just that's it. And, Go on. And you know, you, you know what's hysterical about that? It's Joe Johnson. Do you know what Joe Johnson's other great film is? Mm-mm. First Captain Avenger. America, the first Avenger. Oh, really? Yeah, literally the same time period, and both of the movies are perfect. Just beautifully shot, the cinematography, the the yeah. styles, the looking at those old classic cars, just beautiful. Like just an absolutely gorgeous, gorgeous film right there. Um, watch season two of the Umbrella Academy. We're not going to talk about it because I finished it and I know you guys are still working on it. All I will say is that I liked it, but I have one complaint, which we'll save till next week. So I'm not a big I'm halfway. Okay. I'm, I'm almost halfway through. I'm four, four episodes in. Okay. Okay. It's, it's, I, I'm, uh, two. I'm two in. What about you? Sam? I was halfway through and then I was talking to my girlfriend about it. She's like, yeah, I never watched it. I was like, oh, fuck. Fuck. <laughs> fuck. So, so then I, I did the good boyfriend thing and I sat her down and now we're halfway through season one. So I will relent and maybe allow spoilers next week because I, I'm not gonna make. I'm not gonna like not show up for that talk, and also not make you not talk about it. We'll just. Mute I'm gonna. You. I'm gonna try to like fast is, track her through season one. Is go. that your girlfriend, Corona? <laughs> uh, oh wow, the same joke from before. <laughs> yeah, forever. Uh, she lives in Niagara forever, Falls, Sam Ontario, Lincoln. Canada. <laughs> um, oh no! Oh no! 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 OG, let allow me to catch you up on this one. Yeah, this is brilliant. We were talking one day on the show, and he happened to refer. No, I did the read. Virus. I was, was doing the read. Yeah, it was a Star Wars. Karina virus. Karina ah. is his girlfriend's name. Gotcha. So, gotcha. yeah. And so, you know when you're in the barrel, OG, and there's always just like a little piece of wood that's stuck to you from the barrel, <laughs> even when you're out of the barrel. <laughs> yep. The Karina virus is that's that's his little piece of wood. It's like a fester, like a splinter. splinter. OG, yeah, OG, remember how I laughed so hard the first time Sandwich said Dumbledore on the show? Yes, that yes. Dumbledore. It was it was that kind of moment, uh, uh, in all honesty. Um, also on Disney Plus, uh, watched Muppets Now, the first episode. Not a fan. I'm gonna. I, I have to watch it still. I, I'm I okay. I, all I will say is that, um. It was just very, I don't know, it felt more whiny and just not really like a fun out there episode. Like, I, I don't want, I'm not going to go into details. I'm going to keep it super vague for everyone. I, I want to go back to Umbrella Academy just very yes. quickly, though, before we go too far from that. I'm not going to give away any spoilers other than to say that I, I want to give Netflix a lot of credit for not pushing back the release of that show, considering the cultural climate right now. You know what? That's yes. that's a good point yeah. to make, actually. Yeah. Because I watched, you know, I've only watched the first four episodes, and in the first three episodes, as I'm watching it, I didn't have any of the, I didn't have any, I didn't have any like cringe moments, but I was like, wow. I mean, it's poignant. Yeah. For right yeah. Now. But it was like, wow, they could have really decided to just not move forward with this season at all or push it off another three or four months and hope that right. they yeah. – And they just went for it. And, and 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 good for them. I'm glad that they did because it seems like they're handling everything the right way. But I just I, I think it's a t- I think it's a credit to Netflix for choosing to move forward with it. That's, no, that's, all a, I that's a very solid point right there. Which can, I, can, I I add so, can I add something similar to sure. that? And that is – there's a, that's that's funny that you say that OG because a lot there's also been a really large discussion about the Watchmen series from HBO for the yeah. same reason, in the sense that in retrospect, 
Yeah. You know, the Watchmen series, which I which at this point we I think we know, right? It's not getting a second series or anything. Yeah. That series is also very poignant. Um now just, you know, uh, less than a year after its release as well. Yep. So, yeah, that yeah, that's I think it's funny how um there's a lot of hitting of heads uh so to speak on these sure. uh, on these things with these series. So, for sure. Yeah. Well, and I mean, in all honesty, HBO, historically speaking, which is where The Watchmen airs, HBO, historically speaking, somehow, someway, despite the fact that they're HBO, shies away from controversy. Yes. Because for years, HBO is the company that was supposed to put out Preacher and was afraid to do it because of controversy. Yeah. Right. So, I, you know, Watchmen got canceled because of the cultural climate. I mean, it's, I, th- I think they still want to make it. I think they're afraid to make it. So I, yeah, that's too bad. Yeah, but anyway, and that's uh, a whole nother conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and the last thing I watched on Shutter, the horror movie Host, which uh, I, I mentioned quickly to to the guys before the show started, scared the living bejesus out of me. Absolutely terrifying horror film, under an hour. Absolutely watch, worth watching this show. Um, the last time I was probably this scared watching a movie was when I saw uh, the re-release of The Exorcist in theaters uh, mm-hmm. in like 2003-ish. It was, it was that scary, and the, the last time in general was probably that scary was probably playing a, like a, a survival horror kind of game on PlayStation, which, which is scary as well. The Last of Us still gives me nightmares. I haven't played the sequel yet. Uh, if, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, and that's another, that's kind of in the prep sheet too, actually, too. Uh, but absolutely worth going out of your way just to watch it. Think it's not so much a uh, a uh, video like lost uh, a found video kind of story, but absolutely terrifying, especially as we're having this conversation over uh, Google Hangouts right now too. So yeah. worth worth going out of your way for that, folks. Um, but kind of back to what uh, our prep sheet. Um, kind of cool news, I guess. Spider Man is going to be joining Marvel Avengers video game, uh, which is going to be coming out on the PlayStation. Uh, he's supposed to be a, a character you can play. You can up, up upgrade him during the game. Uh, who knows exactly the size that he's going to have? Uh, it's and it's supposed, to, which is by the way, supposed to be coming out the, towards the end of the year. Which, I, OG, I'll I'll let you go on this, but I'm not too excited about this. But what, what are your thoughts? He's poised <laughs> to respond, and I've seen that look for literally half of his life. <laughs> I know what's coming. Real quick, real, let it fly. real quick, real quick, before uh, the game's coming out on all consoles, Spider-Man's only PlayStation. Now OG can go. Yeah. The game looks like hot garbage. Absolutely. It, it, it looks, looks horrible. Like garbage. It looks like they got a bunch of kids with Commodore 64s and basic programming skills to make a fucking video game in 2020. Yeah. With a game like Spider-Man that came out for the PlayStation that was near perfect. That, and, and games like the Batman Arkham series, which is near perfect yeah, in yeah. game mechanics, cinematography, and storytelling. How the fuck we get that Marvel game in 2020 is beyond me. Looks like hot garbage. Kids. No, it's not even entertaining for kids. Even, to- even Frodo watched the trailer and was like, that game looks like shit. It's a shit. But he's like, I don't want to play that game. He'd rather play fucking Roblox. What does that tell I, you? I know Frodo's mother. I'm yeah. quite sure that kid said shit. He might have. <laughs> uh, I will the say the, if he uses it in context, we let it go. The, the, oh, there you go. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> the only problem with the Spider-Man game, the Insomnia game, was the fact that uh, it ended 
Like there was more, like I wanted to play more. I wanted to leave that Manhattan and do more. Like that was it. Of course. I wanted more downloadable content. Like I was getting greedy. Um, 100%. Cause it was just that damn good of a game. That's, that's my, that's literally my only complaint with it. Uh, and, and this, I don't know. I feel like the next time that they might want to, well, they're not going to, they probably won't have insomnia work on an Avengers game. Uh, because now that Sony owns it, you know, who knows how that's going to, that whole thing would work. Uh, but they just look like they dropped the ball uh, on this uh, one. It looks so terrible. I think Avengers games just cursed because I remember when the original Avengers movie was coming out in like 2012, there were like rumors and announcements of like a first person Avengers game. And mm-hmm. that just like completely fell through because I think it just looked like hot garbage and they actually killed it before it could go any further. I would love to play actual Avengers. The only of uh, the only game I know where you could play as Avengers and it'd be half decent is a fucking Lego game. I do that's saying something. Say <laughs> and you know what? You know what, Sandwich? The Marvel Lego Avengers game, all of them are actually <laughs> really good games. Yeah, I wasn't saying that as a joke. I actually enjoy all, those games with my yeah, brother. All those Lego games I think are really are They're really great fun. games. They follow yeah. the story. You get to see fun characters, you get to do stupid shit, and you get to destroy everything because it's Lego. Those games are amazing. I love all oh, those yeah. games. That wasn't a diss. I, I fucking love no, I, I know. I played, I'm agreeing with you. Yeah, I played through the first two with my brother. I was like, I actually kind of enjoy this. You got something right, and I wanted to acknowledge it. <laughs> I appreciate it. Usually wow. we argue, but we had a good moment there. Oh, man. That was cute. Volleys, volleys are launched. Uh, moving on, kind of uh, circling back you know, on circling back on The Last <laughs> of Us. Uh, Chernobyl creator Craig Mazin opened up about the HBO live action series adaptation about The Last of Us. Uh, which, by the way, I will say that uh, just this past week, I started watching a little bit of gameplay of the first one. Um, uh-huh. yeah. I, I'm only maybe two hours into the gameplay, just kind of watching in the background. Really good storyline, really good setup. Uh, and I'm digging it so far. I'm going to dive deeper into the the whole world there. But Mazin said in an interview, he says, I think fans of something worry that the property gets licensed to someone else who people don't really think they understand it or are going to change it. He says, in this case, I'm doing it with the guy who created the series. And so the changes that we're making are designed to fill things out and explained, not to undo, but to rather enhance. We're creating a new, we're creating a new and we're also reimagining that it is already there to present a different format. So basically he's saying is like, hey, I'm working on the series with a person that created The Last of Us. So don't come complain to me when there's changes that you don't like. <laughs> we're doing everything we can to make sure that we're delivering a product that complements it from the the TV show side of things. Which sounds Are they sound- getting Ellen Page to star in it? I doubt it. Ellen Page. Ellen Page. Yeah. Ellen Page from from Umbrella Academy. She's too Look at Ellen Page and look at the first game and tell me she's not modeled on Ellen Page. Voiced by uh, Ashley Johnson, isn't she? Ashley Johnson from Critical Role. I mean, she, uh, I guess vaguely, but uh, not who voices it. it, No, but if if you could get Ellen Page 10 years ago, maybe? Yeah, Ellen Page from Juno. Yeah, it was Juno more Ellen of Page. A, right. It was more of a commentary on the fact that it was. Although, yeah, actually, yeah. To me, anyway, it seems like they clearly modeled that character on Ellen Page. It looks exactly, and you're right, it looks exactly like circa Juno Ellen Page to me. I mean, I, maybe, I feel maybe like not to anyone else. Maybe it's just me. Do we need a. Like, I like The Last of Us. 
I heard iffy things about The Last of Us 2. I'm not going to get into that. It's a whole thing. What's going to separate a Last of Us show from like a Walking Dead show? Because I understand it's different zombies and different premise maybe, but I kind of feel like we're dealing with almost the same thing. Like, How many different yeah. zombie post-apocalyptic worlds do we need? So, but the, but Besides the, the one problem, we're living in. But the problem with that the problem with that thought process, Sandwich, is if you expand that thought process out, this isn't criticism, uh-huh. but think about it, right? If yeah. you spend that thought process out, it's like, well, how many, uh, you know, how many superhero shows do you need? How many cop procedural shows do you need? How many? Mm-hmm. So it's a genre, right? Zombie is yeah. a genre. I think, yeah. but as long as it finds it's a unique footing, I mean, at least one of the things that stands out from Last of Us than from The Walking Dead is there are, there is a very distinct um uh differentiation between the types of zombies and, and uh, how they can do certain things and what the mechanics are that trigger them um so i mean it, there will be similarities it's unavoidable but i think if you created it uniquely enough it'll still be okay i just i don't know i feel like how do i say this i i just complain about D sometimes where it's like not staleness but like what are you doing new for me like wh- what have you done for me lately uh, you know, I don't know. Maybe it's going to be great. Dun, dun, I don't know. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I'm not trying to bash on the show or say I don't want to oh, see the show. I'm, I'm probably going to watch it because, you know, I like The Last of Us, the first game. Once again, not going to talk about the second game. Uh, so I'm probably going to watch it, but I don't know. Kind of skeptical I, on this one. You brought up Walking Dead. I saw the, the new trailer for The Walking Dead, uh, the new series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually looks pretty good to me. I know, I know. Probably nobody in there is a fan of The Walking Dead, but me at this point. Um, On the show, oh yeah, at this point, yeah. I, 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 I still love the show, and I think the new one looks pretty good too. Just wanted to pop that in, uh, Mr. Monty. Should we take a, uh, should we take a commercial break? We most certainly can, sir. So uh, be Kev. And with that, uh, Mr. Monty, uh, Mr. Sandwich, and the legend OG, uh, <laughs> we will take our our first. Uh, break on this episode, episode 600 of Geek Stuff TNG uh, that really has no title yet. Uh, and we'll be right back. Hello and das vidanya to this peoples of the big Kiev's Geek Stuff, especially the Marxist mayhem. And also hello to the cutter of the meat, the Samwitzki. I am calling, of course, this is super fun, Sergey, calling to congratulate everyone on upcoming 600 episode of Big, Big Kev TNG. And, uh, I, do you know how to say 600 in Russian? Okay. Call me and tell me. Anyway, I want to know about 600 show where we have, uh, we have appearances by maybe, uh, Scapegoatski. And, of course, I'd like to hear from PKGB. And, of course, I definitely want to hear from the OG Dessa on the 600 show. And special thanks to West Coast Scott for sending audio cassette to Superfan Sergey of show. It's very appreciated. And uh, thank you again to, of course, Big Kev, who is not as big as usual. Big Kev and your weight loss, wonderful. And uh, Marxist Mayer making show sound good. And Sam Witzke keeping the effect of all. So thank you to all and uh, congratulations and das vidanya. Hey, this is Bad Mother Canuckers from the great state of New Jersey by way of the great nation of Canada. 
saying congratulations to Big Kev and the crew on the 600th episode of their Geek Stuff TNG podcast. Here's to another 600. Build your own X-Wing. Luke Skywalker's legendary Red 5 Starfighter from the Star Wars saga. The X-Wing is recreated in stunning detail in a massive 1 to 18 scale and comes complete with remote-activated working lights, R2-D2 motorized wings, removable hyperdrive opening cockpit, and a magazine full of fascinating facts, plus an amazing step-by-step assembly guide. You will also receive a free binder, power pack, and bookends model space. Hey, it's Mike the Prime. 600 episodes. Holy shit, you guys are killing it. Here's to another 600 more from Geek Stuff TNG. Mike the Prime, rolling out. Hey, it's Automatic Matt from Corsham, England. Happy 600th birthday, Big Kev's Geek Stuff. Geek Stuff TNG, the next generation, whatever you are this week. You'll always be geek stuff. Keep it real. Live from Studio M, the sandwich shop, Studio OG in Big Kefuna Studios. It's Geek Stuff TNG. During our commercial break, you heard from our amazing sponsor, BuildXWing.com. This model is a 118 scale, making it the only fully scaled, fully detailed X-Wing ever made for use with your 3 and 3 quarter Star Wars action figures. This X-Wing features many amazing details, like the proton torpedo bay, working engine lights, and a lighter bar to D2. You can add your own boops, bops, and beeps. The S-foils open into attack position, the laser cannons simulate firing, and the engine lights power up, all by remote control. We recommend you take them up on their premium offer. You get 180 scale hanging accessories to create a detailed display of your X-Wing, including crates, tanks, personnel transporter, lighting lamps, fuel pump, ladder, as well as several static figures, including Grand Crew members and even Luke Skywalker himself, the Chosen One. When you sign up for your subscription each month, in addition to the parts of your model, you'll get four full-color magazines featuring instructions for the parts you've received, fascinating articles about the original models used in the movie, and more. You can collect these great source materials in a free binder, which you receive as part of your subscription. As a fan of collectibles, you may have seen models like this online or at shows or conventions. And I don't need to tell you that the price tag can be quite high. The genius of the system is paying a little each month as well as having fun putting it together yourself. You can check out more info over at buildxwing.com or reach them by phone at 877-544-6779. Check them out today. Lolly. Good job. Wait, 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 wait. I've been watching watching OG (laughs) the entire time, and I'm dying to hear his commentary. Go ahead, OG. I'm not going to say anything. It's not my show. You did a a sandwich job sandwich. (laughs) We're working with him, OG. We're working on slow. Now, there was none of that evidence Well, you've achieved slow. You've achieved slow. This guy disappears for a fucking year and he thinks he can be sad. <laughs> wow. Some things that never die. Damn. God damn. I'll see you in a year. Yeah. I'll see you in a year, OJ. Animosity OG. is real. It's not animosity. Just yeah, it's, it's all love. It's all love. Sort of. Beautiful. Abusive love. Absolutely Abusive beautiful. love. That's the best kind of love. Uh, boys, we have a bunch of toys that we want to uh, uh, yes, we do today. Uh, so why don't we kick it off to uh, Mr. OG, who has some stuff that he wants to uh, comment on. Oh, 
OG bringing his own product. I, I, well, because well, because you know during the break, Mr. Monty filled me in on something that he wanted to talk about. Yes. Oh, I bought something to compliment that. Now he's throwing me on the spot, which is fine. No, I no sir. No, sir. No, sir. You're the guest. You're the guest. So we'll, well wait. To- a, a, a surprise tagging from the top rope. OG himself. With some product. told me that he wanted to talk about some McFarlane toys pieces. So I was like, yeah. oh, I have a brand new McFarlane toy piece that, that I could uh, talk Flip about. Flip that up. Let's see that. I will. I will uh, it's kind of hard to see because I'm not well lit here in the studio, oh, but I you guys see. can pull up a photo of it. This is the uh, McFarlane Toys 12-inch uh, Molly Mock figure that they did. Um, That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, I that like they that. did with the folks at Critical Role. Mm-hmm. Uh, Molly Mock was the first character played by uh, Talos Jaffe in Campaign 2 before his uh, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, untimely demise early on in the season um, we may still have that spoiler alert i do we really but gotta uh, break that out attention the following information is considered spoiler material it's uh, it's a beautifully articulated figure i haven't actually even opened mine up yet because i don't have a place to di- uh, display it but um it has all of his tattoos it has all of the uh filigree and design on his jacket. His jacket's probably one of the things he's most known for on the show, decorative-wise. Um, yeah, it's a it's a beautiful figure, and hopefully it's the first of many. For, I was going to uh, ask, are there plans to do additional ones? A, so, and B, why choose this character first, in okay. your opinion? So I have answers to all those questions. Ooh. So the answer is, uh, there's no current announced plans to do more however when they first announced that they were finally doing merchandise official toy merchandise for the show they had announced that they had a series planned with mcfarland toys and then everything went silent and then this popped up one day so i would say that they were probably going to wait and see how sales for this did that being said it sold out less than an hour and now it's fetching between three and five hundred dollars on ebay so Suffering um, cats. <laughs> yeah, so I think that it did well. And Maybe. I suspect that McFarlane has an interest in doing more. Because the only other piece that they've done so far was there was a Funko Pop that they did for San Diego Comic-Con. Yeah. Um, that also did quite well, sold out very quickly. Um, was that San Diego Comic-Con this year? It was this year, yeah. Oh, is that one of the ones you weren't able to get? Yes, I, I mean, I did eventually get it. Uh, I'll actually, a long-time listener of this show, 13th uh, Hour Toys, Someone who I've known for a while, he's a local guy, pops up for like Geek Flea and stuff. He actually yeah. managed to score me one. He actually got me a Nightcrawler also, so I am oh, tremendously nice. indebted to him. Uh, they that arrived up on my I was trying today. to get for you. And yeah, I everybody was trying to get me, uh, both of them. <laughs> and like, every, everybody, even myself, that whole Funko thing was a fucking hot, hot mess. We're not going to talk about that. Yeah. Um, during, so, uh, during GTA or... or um, the GTA. Was it GTA? Oh, you were there, Sandwich, right? When I was getting um, lambasted because I got a Funko Pop exclusive uh, from that. I got Wallace from Scott Pilgrim. And I had to endure. I had to endure everyone, including Sandwich, making fun of the fact that I probably got Wallace and was able to get him because nobody else wanted him. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Me so, and uh, Kieran Culkin, probably the only two people that are. That's it. You're the only two in existence. Um, as to why they chose to do this character first, I think because 
uh, I think it's a couple things. I think he's kind of like a cult character, kind of like Boba Fett was after a short appearance in an untimely demise. And I also think that the person who brokered the deal with McFarlane Toys was Talison Jaffe, and it's his character. <laughs> so right. I well, think there had, you go. I think that had to do with it as well. I feel like for them, on my loose knowledge, I know of campaign two of Critical Role, I feel like Jester might have been a better choice. But, I mean, I guess... Well, I think you're, you're sucking right. up Toji right now. <laughs> no, I, I, no, that's that's complete. No, because there were a hundred jesters at Comic Con, yeah. and not a single really. There might Including, have been splatterings of uh, yeah, the wait, other characters. I but. just want to understand this. Are you yeah. saying there was a hundred jesters uh-huh. at New York Comic Con last year, but none of them were any good? No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying none of them were the other characters. Yeah. Oh, oh, I, mean, I see. Yeah, I mean, look, Molly, I think Molly has cult status, so I think that's it. Jester is probably the most popular character out of the second campaign, no doubt. Um, and I think that if they decide to move forward with another figure, she'd be the one that they would do next. Yeah, that is, but, it just makes sense. But Molly did so well that there's no reason not continue to lie. Okay, real quick, before you go, real quick question. Uh-huh. Uh, I meant to ask you, OG, what would you think of the Critical Role D&D book? I never actually uh, asked you. I always meant to ask you. Uh, I actually, I, I like it. I think it's actually a really well-detailed book. I like some of the new classes that they that they added in there. Um, uh, you know, they, they kind of fleshed out the gunslinger class a little bit more in that book, as well as the D&D uh, DMs Guild website. Um, it's a good book. I mean, as far as campaign books goes, it's it's got plenty of stuff. You could play it just out of the book. It's got a bunch of low-level like quests in there. It's got a really nice map. Um, and as a, as a as a Critical Role fan, it certainly expands upon the universe that Matt created and that, that whole cast and crew created. So um, it's a nice companion to the Taldori book, which came out, which is not official canon, but is out there um, as well. So yeah, no, I wasn't I was upset with it. I think it's actually a better book than the Mystic Heroes of Theros or whatever that fucking book. Ooh. Is. Ooh. Oh my god! Oh, oh, the book, oh. the book that sandwich absolutely frothed over last week or oh the week my before. God. The, the whole new legendary monster it dies and comes back. What is this? A video game? Oh my god, my wow. heart. Let's let's move on before I jump in the screen. That's oh no, no, no! <laughs> I, I want to hear more. OG, what else did you think of the Theros book? Please, I just, I, it's not my cup of tea. I, I shan't be getting it. I'm, I'm looking more. I'm, I'm looking more. Uh, I'm, I'm more looking forward to the Icewind Dale book, which is the next book. I yes, think. actually, I'm looking forward to that one more than the two that we've mentioned already. Actually, so. uh, the only D and D book that I'm really looking forward to this entire year, all kidding aside, is the cookbook that's coming out in October, A Hero's Feast. Interesting. What? <laughs> Wizards of the Coast is putting this out. It's called the Hero's Feast, which, for those of you who don't know, Hero's Feast is a spell that high-level clerics and druids can cast. Uh, and it pretty much, like, jacks up your party. It's the equivalent of, like, a long rest in five minutes. Um, and then they get all sorts of benefits oh, for, wow. like, 24 hours. But it's a cookbook. It's coming out in October. And it's filled with recipes that you would find in all of, like, the cities and inns and taverns throughout the Oh, that's awesome. This Beirut. looks really cool, dude. And and the best part about it is all the recipes are legit. You can make all the recipes, Ooh. but it's filled with gray, uh, with like source material too, and gray matter. Nice. Hey, uh, sandwich. Yeah, I'm gonna need the special cover uh, to that 
cookbook. The cookbook. As well. <laughs> I'm, look, so I'm looking at the pages right now. Like it looks really. Uh, the elven bread looks delicious. It looks. Look, it looks really cool. You can say whatever you want about Wizards of the Coast, their pricing, their whatever. You can say anything you want, but you can't say they don't put out a pretty book. No, yeah, because those books, even though you might think they're a little pricey, and I know OG thinks some of them are a little pricey, um, you cannot deny that they are beautiful, beautiful books. For sure. Yeah. Absolutely. No, no, no doubt. Well, um, OG, do you want to hit on the, the Super 7 thing? Because I just know you, you have a bit of a, a crunch uh, yeah. here. Oh, uh, yeah. Because I have, I, yeah. So Super 7 announced this week um, that they got a Disney license as well. Um, they announced three figures mm-hmm. uh, as the first wave in that license. Am I wrong? Yep. No. No, you're good. Oh, you're no. Good. I'm shaking my head because they're, they're amazing. And Oh, uh, it's it's uh, Sorcerer Mickey, mm-hmm. right? Is one of them. Want it's it. Pinocchio, right? Yep. Want yep. it. And then it's uh, Prince John and Sir Hiss. And how on earth do they go from Mickey and Pinocchio to Prince John? All right. So two things. First of all, I'm super excited to get any kind of high quality Robin Hood figure. Oh, yeah. But if I don't get an Alan Adele figure, I might have to riot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm just no dying. kidding. I'm just, I'm even more you. than Robin and Little John. If I don't get an Alan Adele figure, I have to riot. It's in my DNA. Um, I'm pretty sure. Now, I, I, I'm not 100% because I saw this in passing. I might be wrong, and I invite him to call the GVM line. 201-730-2547. And correct me if I'm wrong. But I think these were sculpted for Super 7 by the Four Horsemen. I I'm, be I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure I'm right about that. Um, which means one thing, they're going to be amazing. They probably, the photos probably don't even do them justice. Yeah, they look, they look, they look fantastic. I saw, um, I saw like uh, a blown out version of the Prince John figure with like the interchangeable hands and everything. Mm -hmm. It looks amazing. I I will, I'll say this much. This is, these look like some toys where it's worth, you know, if you're able to get like a nice little light setup, maybe like a nice little backdrop or something on a shelf. Uh, to really kind of make these pop, just because, uh, I mean, these toys are, they don't look like they take up a lot of room, uh, and they just look exquisite. Well, I, I will be getting Sorcerer Mickey, and I, I will be getting Prince oh, yeah. John. Of course. I, I don't think I'll get Pinocchio, but really? I will be getting those other two. And not because I don't like Pinocchio, but focused collection. You got to draw the line, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, Mickey yeah, looks I'm, I'm, with, I'm with OG. Did, OG, did they happen to say or show, are there going to be any brooms that come with Mickey? Yes, there's one walking broom. There's a walking broom. Does he have the smaller bucket? Or is he there's just two walking? buckets. There's a broom. Okay. There's an axe. Yeah. Two heads. I see three heads and then five hands. Yeah. In addition to the one. Yeah. Hand. Somebody, somebody out there in the world is going to take that broom. They're going to mold it or they're going to 3D print it. And, you know, you got to have a crap load of brooms. Yeah, it's going to be. That display. Yeah, yeah. It'll be my Mauser collection. Exactly. 125 exactly. Mauser is that last count, by the way. Just throwing that out. God damn. Did you grow, did you grow it since, since I was giving them to you? Yeah, I bought, I bought, I found a bunch of them like for cheap and I bought a bunch of them. It, all oh, of nice. that stuff is packed away right now, but it's not stopping me from buying them. So the, uh, I can redisplay the, them again. I can. The turtles are not in rotation. Donatello is in rotation. 
Oh, I see. Hey, the speaking of turtles, uh, speaking of turtles, OG, if you see that movie Raphael in the trench coat and Casey Jones pack, yeah, and you don't get it, we're not friends anymore. I, I don't even have the Donatello. I, 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 I want the Casey so bad. I almost I, bought it solo, except it's going it. for fifty or sixty bucks solo. Yep. I don't doubt it. Unbelievable. That's brutal. Um, OG, are you able to stick with us or, 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 uh, I've got a few more minutes I can stick around. I'll, I'll make, I'll make some sort of, uh, aggressive hand gesture and then just click. Okay. Off. Sounds good. Uh, just do the Kermit the frog. So yeah. I have two, I have two sets of, uh, McFarland toys to talk about. One's here. One I already gave away. Uh, the one I already gave away just to kind of glance over really quickly. It was the raw 10, uh, uh, animal toys they were like half animal half robots uh uh-huh. toys that i gave away to kids in my family so they're you like have, limited limited articulation limited right? articulation like three to five points of articulation depending on the one um Cygor is one of them Cygor, it was uh the sh- of course i don't have the the damn list in front of me um but it was a, a great white shark it was a ra- uh, raptor um uh what you call it? and they went over huge with these kids. They they were just phenomenal. Uh, the toys range from I believe it was last I checked, like ten to nineteen dollars, something like that. Uh, I'm looking at Raptor was nine eighty four. These are Walmart exclusives, by the way. Um, and the kids have been playing with them since crazy since like Saturday. So I think these might be like a nice big sleeper hit. Again, I'm talking about kids who are like around three to five six years old, give or take. Um, and they just went over big time there. So I think that's like a, a nice sleeper hit that, uh, a bunch of kids will like some of them already out of stock. Um, but it might be worth just checking to see. I don't know if it's a good Christmas gift for some kids again, like that under seven years old, uh, line there. The other line, uh, were some more DC toys. Um, this was, I believe the second set I'm showing just the, the Joker one right now over to the camera for the. The party on folks right now. I think this set looks a lot nicer than the previous set, which came out around Toy Fair, which with COVID and everything feels like a million freaking years ago uh, at this point. Uh, We have a bunch of stuff from the White Knight uh, toys. The only one I already, uh, Azriel is the only one I don't have here at the the moment. Uh, But I think these are just like another home run. I like the simplicity of the boxes. I think the colors are nice and sharp. Uh, and and the sculpts are are pretty solid all around. Um, yeah, the only problem is I, I thought it was a little surprising to me was the fact for the or the fact for Batman One Thousand and the animated series Batman. Again, I'm about to show them to the camera. Uh, they have the same colors. Like, there's no I don't know why. Yeah, that's weird. Actually, the, the Batman animated one is actually a redo, a redeco, a colorway of the one that they put out in series one. Okay. Yeah. There you go. So that's um, what that is. Uh, no, again, we're talking like $20. I know the Azrael one was going for north of 20 uh, around 28 29 last I checked. <clears throat> um, yeah, overall, I'm a, big, I'm a fan of these. I like the way they look. And uh, they're going to kind of, I guess, pump these out quarterly at the rate they're going. If you're not reading White Knight mm-hmm. you uh, and, and its sequel series, you are really really doing yourself a disservice. I don't even know if OG, OG, have you read that one? 
I I was reading it when it first came out. So I probably read the first five issues or so, and then I kind of went cold turkey on books again. So it 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 is uh it's amazing. And I think what makes these ones different, uh, Mr. Mayhem. Uh, is that they are reflective of the art stylings of the creator of the book, Sean, whatever his name White? is. I don't think it's Sean White. I think it's <laughs> Sean something. Um, <laughs> uh, but I think that's Sean what Murphy. makes these... Murphy, thank you. I think that's what makes these different, is because they do have a level of detail which evokes... Um, sean murphy and i think that that is why i think this series is really great as far oh, oh. do we lose big kev we might have hurricane must hurricane must have got As we're waiting just to point uh, out it was colorist matt hollingsworth uh who 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 colored the series so again i think did a phenomenal job uh on that, oh no there's gonna be on that book two of them now or you're gonna want to read them kev you there buddy i'm working on it okay okay um, but yeah, no, White Knight, this, what, it came out, yeah, October 2017 to May 2018, uh, and then they were doing a continuation of the series. I lost track uh, towards the end, um, just, I mean, there's only so much you can read, and then COVID hit at the beginning of this year, um, but absolutely worth picking up. They keep having sales uh, on Comixology, and I'm sure your local uh, comic book store would just love it if you uh, you stopped on by uh, at the same time. Any luck there? Uh, just keep going. I'm all right. Okay, well, just, I'm just making sure. Yes, I'm yes, just, sir. Well, I'm I'm going to prepare myself to uh, to make a uh, an exit because I do have a familial obligation. Go ahead. I to. But uh, I did just want to say very very quickly that uh, congratulations to everybody involved for uh, 600 episodes. Oh. That would be uh, yourself included, sir. Of of course, but you know y'all are y'all. Are are still running the ball down the court every single week, and and it's uh it's a kudos to you and a testament to uh, the hard work and dedication that y'all put into the show. Listen, Sam, sir. All Listen. kidding aside, you know I mostly like you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> a feeling is mostly, mutual. mostly. <laughs> you know there can't be an episode six hundred uh, OG if there weren't. 500 other ones before that you participated in so absolutely and then the 100 episodes that we lost somewhere along the line that's the new math i'm very happy that you uh were able to join us for this today it was was a a great thrill for me thrill for me personally so thank you of course and mr monty sir um i like you but i really only care about rocky so give him a hug for me and uh and (laughs) tell him i miss him a little bit Hey, you should bring that. Rocky. You know, if if uh, yeah, if I just Mr. want to get rid pass. of Rocky, you can bring Rocky yeah. in. I will say, I would say nice things about Jules, but Jules almost killed me uh, yeah. the last time I was there. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, how's your how's your other kitten doing? Uh, there, he he can see again. He's no longer blind in his one eye. So good, we're back to good. no more emergency room. Vi- no more emergency room visits. Where no where do you where do you find these animals? What <laughs> when are you going to like the uh, the Island of misfit kittens? Where are you well, getting these animals? Yeah, no. So he was, you know, the problem with it. Well, we call him the trash cat. That's that's his new nickname is Aww. the trash cat. Yeah, and uh, you know, he's he was the runt of the litter, and he, so he's a little bit needy and a little bit aggressive. But at the end of the day, when he can see with both of his eyes, and he's not trying to eat everything, uh, he, he's a mostly good cat. Aww. Call him Oscar. That's it. Uh, exactly. Exactly. There you go. So yeah. 
excellent. Seriously, guys, thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for continuing to put out the hey, show. Hey, OG, let's not make it another year until you come back again. Yes, it, it will not. It hasn't been a year. Feels like it. I was around. I got to deal with show, these two. I did a show. When, right after it was Toy Fair. It was Toy Fair. Yeah. See? I was dying. That doesn't count. I, wasn't I mean, that sounds like a new problem. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I'm being honest. In fairness, well, 2020 I, is like the longest year on record so far. So there's that. That's right. I mean, it was this like year. Jesus years. Christ. <laughs> All right, guys. Every, anyway, have a great night. Everybody. Take care, OG. Bye, Bye, buddy. OG. The legend. OG. There he goes. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. And I will, uh, I will check you guys out later. Uh, peace out. Be good. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Um, and he'll go back to annoying, uh, ignoring us at the water cooler <laughs> in the office for the rest of the year. He doesn't ignore me at the water cooler. He doesn't ignore Monty at the water cooler. Well, it's a different the water end. coolers then. <laughs> um, back to those, uh, back to those McFarland toys. Yes, sir. What I, uh, what I was saying before, whatever happened, happened. Uh, what I was saying there was that, um. The, the level of detail, I think, is based on the fact that they are re reflective of Sean Murphy, which is that's important because, you know, DC collectibles or DC direct, as it was known at the time, they had a lot of very uh, they had a lot of very successful lines that were based on the art style mm -hmm. of the artist who did the book from which the characters were coming. You know, so if, for example, I think the best example of all is probably Kingdom Come. The Kingdom Come figures look like Alex Ross's artwork stepped off the page in 3D. And I think that although they had, you know, less articulation uh, uh, and were a bit wonky, uh, I wish we had gotten to this point before before OG left because OG had quite a time keeping them standing. Like there was a lot of cascading action figures back mm -hmm. in those days because OG's, I can't even remember which character it was. One of them was just constantly sailing downward uh so uh so that said i think this is a great move by mcfarland uh what i started to say was i think the packaging's too big i you just think don't think it needs compact? all i mean if you look at the packaging monty i think they could eliminate a third of that packaging and we'd be fine you know, it just seems to me they seem huge, the boxes. I, I don't know, man. Like, all right. Like, here's, here's I'm holding up to the camera and a, a yeah. bottle of water. Yeah. I don't know. But Maybe... you need to hold it up against, like, another six-inch figure. All right. You know what? Like, all right, I'll, give you, I'll give you this. I, I will say that you can easily, just looking at the, I'm only grabbing the one figure here. You could probably knock off about that much room at the bottom. Like, this can probably go if you want okay. to. If... They were going to put build a figure pieces in there. Different Let's story. have a big box. Different if they were going to put more accessories or more hands or more heads, which we're going to talk about in a second, which is something that's infuriating. If they were going to do that, I would be totally down with them having a big box because that makes it worth it. To me, it seems like if you get any, Older DC Direct box, like let's take the let's take the Alex Ross ones mm -hmm. uh, from Kingdom Come. If you get any of those boxes and hold it up to that, it's humongous in comparison. And while there may be a few more hands and accessories in there, maybe I still think it's excessively packaged. Unless they have plans to use that packaging for some other purpose, because right now. To me, it just seems useless. Now, at the same time, just to play a little devil's advocate there, 
can't that also now also remember Walmart, Target, like those kind of places when they're looking for yeah. their inventory, they require certain sizes so that stuff fits on the pick properly and they can fit a, a, a certain number of merchandise. Yep. So can't this can't and I totally understand where you're coming from and it's a valid point, but can't you also not so much blame McFarland, but in addition also blame a Walmart or a Target type of type of retailer which has sets requirements for these companies? Yeah, I have I have a, I have an answer for this. Okay. Star Wars the Black Series. Take any Star Wars Black Series figure and hold it up against that and see how large the packaging is in comparison. It's humongous. And if Star Wars, you know, the biggest toy property on the planet, although you wouldn't know it to, to today, but it, it, it was, if you hold one of those figures up against it, you'll see how huge it is. If Star Wars can do packaging in that size, there's no reason McFarlane can't. And it doesn't make sense to me. Hold that package up again. How much blue do you see in that package oh, from the back of the box? There's a humongously excessive amount of nothing in there. And like I said, if they're going to fill it out with stuff, I'm down 100%. Um, but if they're not, they're not. I also think they committed a huge, giant faux pas in this series. And that is... They went back to the well. They went to the well. They recolored a figure they did in wave one. The Batman Not only did they animated do series. that. What's that? The yeah. Animated. The animated one. The animated one. Not only did they recolor a figure from wave one, and while fans might appreciate the, the fact that they did that. He never appears in that color in the animated series, number one. And number two, I am quite sure, I'm confident in saying, every collector would have rather had another character than a repaint of animated yeah. Batman. There, there's so many other options you could do. There's Literally so like any many. other character. Literally any Anyone. other character. Do Condiment King. Do anybody. I'll take anybody. You want to do animated series? Do anybody from the animated Anyone. Do Joker from the animated series. That's, yeah, clearly I want that one. But I'm yeah. saying literally, <laughs> do Alfred. I mean, I don't care. I'd rather have that than a recolored figure from wave one. They're not in wave five or six where they're like, oh, we got to slow down. Let's recolor a character and put it back out. They're in wave fucking two. And I just think, okay, so that's that's that. Three. They have an or they've shown now uh at Comic Con, they showed the the next I guess the next series that's coming. I guess it's coming fairly soon. And in it, it has the Jokers uh from um from Dark Knight's Metal. You know the joke that the the, the Batman who laughs. He has all Again? the jokers on a chain, uh -huh. you know, like little demons on a chain. Do you know? Do you guys know what I'm talking about? The Robins or? Yeah, the Robins. Oh, yes. yes what did yes, I yes. say? Yeah. The Robins. You were saying right? jokers. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. The little Robins on the chains, right? Yeah. Okay. So McFarlane is doing this toy. They're doing one body. They're doing three heads. But guess what? In a giant package, and this is going to make my point, Mr. Monty. Okay. In a giant package right, where there's plenty of room, they are not putting the two additional heads in the package. 
Each figure will be packaged with one of the three heads, which means you have to buy three in order to have all three, which you would have to do anyway, but you're going to have to hunt and search for the head to get the one that you're missing. Stupid. In, in this century, the way we do toys today, where uh, Hasbro, on the other hand, puts out uh, one of those uh, from Black Panther. They put out one of those guards, one of the bald women guards. I don't remember what their name is. They put that package out. They put all three heads. You have all three heads to choose from. I just don't get it. You're going to sell three anyway. Why wouldn't you put the additional heads in there? I remember um, we talked about on the show a long time ago, but they did Mezco did the Warriors set in like a lunchbox. They had four fucking figures. That metal box. And a bunch of extra things. And a lunchbox size. You know, not not that big. It was like a lunchbox. It was gorgeous. I mean, I'm not, I'm not denying that. I'm not arguing with you. I'm just saying I, I can't remember. And they had four fucking figures in there with all these accessories. You're wasting so much space with these fucking figures. Yep. No, just it, being I fucking agree. lazy. It was absolutely gorgeous for sure. Um, Bcap, should we? We could take another commercial break, kind of run all these voicemails, and we can kind yes. of chat on the back end about that. Yep, so, so sir, why don't you uh, do your thing? And for the second time in our 600th episode, what? we will take a commercial break right here on Geek Stuff TNG. Episode 600, which we still have a name. Sorry, the video was crapping out. I was trying to sur- <laughs> fix it. Uh, we'll be right back. Hey, guys. Uh, this is Dan, formerly known as Angry Dan, calling to wish you a very happy 600th episode of Geek Stuff. Uh, and I'm just so excited to say that and proud to say that I was there at the beginning. Um, <laughs> it was a good outlet for me. I have since moved to the Pacific Northwest, gone through several rounds of therapy, uh, take advantage of the legal cannabis market, and in a much better better place. But, uh, you know, I've, I've been, been listening and hearing a lot of things that get my blood boiling a little bit. And all the people going around not wearing masks, so we have to continue to stay in lockdown, and the schools won't open, and oh my god, you have opened a fucking can of worms that needed to stay closed. I can't believe I called this. I thought I was out, but they pulled me back in. This is Angry Dan. Have an awesome 600th episode, asshole. Hey, big Kevin, the Geek Stuff crew. This is a former producer of Geek Stuff, the artist formerly known as Best Buy Billy. Just wanted to call in and congratulate all of you on your 600th episode. Not many shows can say they've been around as long as you guys have, that's for sure. And if this message actually does make it to the broadcast, this will be only the second time that my voice is ever heard on the show. The first is when you guys had a special on XM Satellite Radio, and if I remember correctly, Kev hung up on me. Of course. Don't worry. Since I've moved on to the world of politics, I'm not going to hold this against any of you guys. But don't worry, in all seriousness, 600 episodes, something to be proud of. Congratulations again. Keep up the good work, guys. 
Monty, where are you getting your comics? From Gotham Comics at GothamComicsNJ.com. Do you know a store doing curbside during this pandemic? Yeah, man. Gotham Comics at GothamComicsNJ.com. But, Lo, what if I don't live nearby? Do you know a store that'll ship my books? Yes, Young Sandwich, at Gotham Comics, which is GothamComicsNJ.com. What about toys, back issues, trades, statues, D&D merch? Yes, yes, and yes. Gotham Comics, whose eBay store is GothamComicsNJ. But, Monty, what if I have questions? Will they answer me on Facebook? Yes, again, just search for Gotham Comics. All right, I get it. You can get basically everything you need at GothamComicsNJ.com or its eBay store, GothamComicsNJ. But what's your favorite comic book location? Oh, dude, the Savage Land, for sure. Wait, really? Not Gotham City? Why? Bro, dinosaurs. Go to GothamComicsNJ.com for the latest books, vintage items on its eBay store, which is GothamComicsNJ, or hit them up on Facebook for random collectibles at Gotham Comics. Geek Stuff, it's West Coast Correspondent Scott here, just calling in to say congratulations on 600 episodes. That is one heck of a milestone. I know that I'm not super fan Sergey, but I do think that I'm a pretty big fan of the show. I've been listening since the XM days. I was actually fortunate enough to win an iPod Nano on your first XM show, which I then used to download all the previous episodes of Geek Stuff. And so I'm a completist. I've heard every episode available, and I even got to participate in the show over the years. So I want to say thank you for all that you guys have done. So Kev, Monty, Sandwich, OG, all the various producers over the years, thanks so much for 600 fantastic episodes, and here's to 600 more. Until next time, this is West Coast Scott, signing off. Gentlemen, PK checking on in 600 episodes for BKGS. I'm floored. I'm floored at that number. It seems like, I don't know, like 500 episodes ago, we were celebrating 100 episodes of the show. Where the hell does the time go? It's crazy. <laughs> but awesome, guys. 600 episodes, uh, a ludicrous milestone that is wildly uncommon in the world of podcasting. And here you all are uh, coming in from it, it, from the start when podcasts were this kind of little-known thing that nobody gave anything about. And here you are, you know, still still playing, still in the mix, still in the big leagues, still ranting and raving week after week, and it's uh, it's pretty cool to see. So congratulations, y'all. Happy 600. Here's to the next 600, and uh, hopefully that next 600 will, you know, will be able to be amongst, you know, people and stuff. That'd be nice, but enjoy the quarantine celebration, guys, and uh, congrats. Enjoy. Hey, this is Reverend Billy just calling to say congratulations to Geek Stuff TNG on their 600th episode. Couldn't be happier for all of you, and uh, be blessed. Take care. And we are back after, guys, we have we had nine. Oh, lo- come on. I what? wanted to do the rejoin. Oh, my gosh. You act like you've been around for 600 episodes or something. Live from Big Kevuna Studios, The Sandwich Shop, and Studio M, it's Geek Stuff TNG, the fantastic 600th episode spectacular. There's your title. There's your title, the 600th episode spectacular. There you go. There you go. So simple. It it writes itself. I love it. So easy. Okay, that's how you should be doing it, sandwich. That's speed. 
that intensity, and so on. Slow down. It's hard to slow down. Um, guys, I know. We, we, I, we, I need the speed. We had some lovely voicemails. We had we did nine. We had, we had to, we even had just like some messages and shit like that from people um, who just contacted us. We had well wishes through uh, through the Discord for everyone and people who are just really looking forward to today's episode. And and Big Kev, I heard a rumor that you're going to break out into song to to close us out, aren't you? Yeah. Where'd you hear that rumor? It's it's we going, got, it's on they, the internet. The memo got sent around the office. It's 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 right here in the prep that, sheet. I'm literally looking at it in the memo. prep sheet. It was a joke, man. Kev will now break out into song uh, of well, choice. I, just, I, I actually want to take the opportunity. Uh, one, I want to I want to mention who the you know for the newer listeners who may not know who those callers were. Um, uh, uh, Mr. Monty, correct me if I miss anybody. Reverend Billy, I have to say, was a really wonderful surprise. Uh, Reverend Billy came in. We did reviews on religious toys mm-hmm. back in the day. There were two sets. There was a sort of a Bible plush set, and there was a Jesus doing like sports statue set thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, one piece of which I may still have, which was Jesus surfing on this huge <laughs> wave. I don't remember what they were called, um, but we we had all of them. And Reverend Billy is actually the one who came in to you know give us guidance on religious toys. So that's who he is. Okay. PK, um, I was I was a bit surprised to hear from PK, but I'm glad that he uh, uh, that he chimed in. PK was the producer immediately preceding Mr. Monty, uh, so PK was with us for for quite a long time. Um, and actually, before he was producer, uh, PK was kind of a voice that popped up on the show in the earlier years uh, uh, every now and then. Um, and then let's see, we have Mike Abyss Prime, who was a short-term producer with us. He was with us, I feel like he was only with us for a couple of months, um, uh, as well as Best Buy Billy, who, who was also with us a couple of months, but never said a word. <laughs> so that was kind of weird. Um, and then we had the Bad Mother Canucker was in there. He was our wrestling correspondent way, 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 way in the early years. Uh, and we also had Angry Dan uh, from Angry Dan's Random Rants. Uh, and that's what Angry Dan did on the show as well. Uh, great guy. He's his own podcast now. Uh, you'll be hearing a, uh, a commercial for it. They're going to be running commercials on our show. So cool. you'll be able to check them out. Uh, and then uh, let's see. Who else? We had, we had uh, Automatic Matt. We had Automatic Matt from Corsham, England, Automatic Comics. When you're in England, check out Automatic Comics over there. Um, He is one of my oldest and dearest friends, and that is the truth. And I'm very happy that he was able to chime in. He actually built a Lego Slave One live on camera on our one of our one of our live XM shows. I can't remember which might have been our second one. Um, uh, so yeah, so he's obviously been around for a very long time as well. Uh, and who did I miss? Superfan Sergey. Yep. Always nice to have Superfan Sergey uh, check in. Hysterical voicemail. He is really hysterical. Yeah, he really in person too. He's really hysterical. So, uh, and then did I miss anyone? You, you missed. You missed. You missed one of the most important people who we talked to on this program, sir. Who did I miss? West the man Coast Scott. The legend himself, West Coast Scott. Oh my God! How on earth can I forget West Coast Scott? And West Coast Scott will not be surprised that I forgot West Coast Scott because 
Not that I forget West Coast Scott. It's that I I, I forget, forget because okay. I owe no I owe him money is what it is, oh. and I'm afraid to step foot in California because he's probably gonna break my legs uh, because I owe him I owe him that much. Deservingly so. Uh, um, but he is our West Coast correspondent, like he said. Um, and, and besides that, he is our Disney mule. Yeah. So he and his wife go to the parks constantly. Um, and, and whenever there's, you know, literally just the other day, I sent him the picture of the, um, of the BB eight, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the BB series Halloween droid that's coming out. And I'm like, here we go right back on the bandwagon. So, uh, yeah. And, and great guy who I feel like I may have met once, but I don't have a clear memory of it. So the chances are that West coast Scott is, is a dear friend who I've never met. It's so also, that's a possibility. And it's also worth pointing out that uh, if you don't like West Coast Scott, chances something's are there's, there's something wrong with you. He's yeah, one of the, It's true. not a West Coast Scott problem. It's a you problem. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely a you problem. Absolutely yeah. True. Didn't, didn't you hang out with him, Sandwich, when yeah, you were out there not literally... asking us if we wanted anything from Smuggler's yep, Run? Yep. I was so just in awe about the aura <laughs> that West Coast stop, Scott just just – oozes in in the nice like he's just the salt of the earth nicest fucking guy i've ever met in my life he actually does a podcast as well you'll you'll hear a spot for it on our program as well in the near future so uh you can check out west coast scott uh, uh his podcast so uh that's who all those people were some of the people that didn't join us regrettably like i mentioned at the top of the show would be mr fantastic uh, very upset we couldn't make that happen. Also, Just Mike, for those of you who want to take a deep dive back into the show, Just Mike was our producer for a couple of months. He was he was great. I mean, he was just a great foil um, and to, to a lot of shenanigans that OG and I pulled. <laughs> um, and I'm not saying we drove him crazy, <laughs> but I'm saying that, yeah, and we have no idea what became of him. Like he just disappeared from social media. He disappeared from everything. He just was like, I'm going to go a completely different direction with my life. And so we have no idea. Also scapegoat who I thought we were going to hear from via the GVM line, but we didn't. And that is sad and regrettable. Uh, Scapegoat, the producer immediately preceding PK. So scapegoat was with us for a couple of years as well. Another really interesting guy brought a lot to the table. So, um that's those are all the sort of uh the people i think that are missing and there's one other guy but you know he's dead so we just leave that one alone uh but other than that um i i have to say 600 episodes plus in if we're counting Sirius and xm and all that you know this is the conventions and all those yeah that's true those count um i you know and not to mention there's a whole bunch of uh video uh episodes that were produced by mr fantastic i have to see if we can get those from him i don't think we have those um the point is is that it's been a long it's been something like 15 18 years whatever it is um uh, a long ass time is definitely what it's been and but i have to say every person all the people that you heard from 
the people that you didn't hear from for various reasons. I have to say, all of those people, this program, and 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 you guys, you guys especially, sandwich. We just kind of plucked you out of nowhere and like and we're like <laughs> get in front of the mic, monkey, and learn. Um, Monty, who stepped up, who was really, and I, I'll, I'll, I'll pull away the curtain here a little. Monty was a little bit nervous coming in the I first was. couple of times and was like, I don't know if I can do this. And both OG and I were like, you can do this. And believe me, because if we can do it, anybody can do it is kind of, you know, I, where I'm going. I remember you called me when I was, when I was celebrating Christmas with my family, uh, just to kind of like chat out. Like I, I, right away, I answer with, is everything okay? Uh, yeah, and then and then you then you kind of backed into everything, and I'm like, "Are you sure you called the right person?" <laughs> and I, I remember- immediately, when we knew PK was leaving, it's literally the first thing I said to to OG. I was like, it, "Monty, it's got to be Nick Monty. It's got to be Nick Monty. We have to at least ask him." And he's like, "Where did that come from?" And I was like, "I I, I don't know that you and I had had a conversation recently, or." We yeah, I don't remember about, exactly we what about happened. Something I don't remember what it was, but we were definitely yeah. And I was and whatever that conversation was, it stuck in my head. And I, the moment it happened, there was no hesitation uh, at all, and I knew it. And again, what's I'm going to tell just a really quick story, really really quick story, because okay. I know we're 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 pushing up against the, Six, it's the ceiling it's here. Six hundred. Go I, ahead. I have I have uh, I have to tell the story about the time that sandwich you and I were in the same place. But you didn't know. Oh yeah. <laughs> so go ahead, go ahead. So sandwich and I were in a restaurant, and I noticed that Nick was opposite. He was maybe four or five tables away from us, but he hadn't seen me. But I had a good angle on him, so I could see everything going on at his table. So what I did was I started text like, "Hey, what are you up to?" And he goes, oh, "I'm out for dinner," you know. And but we knew what all the you know because we were in the same restaurant. We knew what the specials were. And we, you know, we knew this and this, we knew all this information, including like, you know, I start texting him literally about what he's eating and how he's eating. Oh, you're broken up. Kevin. Oh, you, you broke. Yeah. Up. Your mic's out. Ah, oh. do we lose him? No audio. No voice. Oh man. That's uh, oh, you muted yourself, Kev. Uh, this is the way. Wow, how the hell did I do that? Okay. There you go. You're back. So that was weird. Now oh, you're on the laptop. Can you hear me now? You're on the laptop, yeah. Mike. Continue with the story. Just talk close to the, the computer. Oh, wait. No, I got it. Hold on. Is that better? No, go ahead. Oh, damn it. Oh, there you go. There you go. Now it kicked in. Oh, there you go. oh is it? All right. Okay. Sorry. I pulled the cord out. That's what it was. So, <laughs> um, so. So Nick was ahead of us with regards to he was he had gotten there earlier than us. So he was like on dessert. And I'm like, oh, you decided to go with that and not this other dessert item off the menu. And he's like, no, I decided to go for this. It's not registering him with him at all. So finally, I took a picture of him at the table. And when Sandwich and I left the restaurant, I text him the photo. And he's like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> that was really funny. That was the first time the three of us were in the same room together, except yeah. Nick, I had no Mr. Clue. Monty had no idea no that idea. that's what was going on. The, and it's worth pointing out that uh, I was having dinner with uh, some friends of mine who I haven't seen in about a year or so. It was a really long time. And like Kev alluded to, uh, I got there earlier. 
And uh, for anyone who's ever been to Cloverleaf Tavern, uh, they have a very large selection of alcoholic beverages. So I remember looking down at the text saying something about this is odd. But let me just text him back. You know, I wasn't bullshitting. Like, I wasn't saying I was at the mall or anything like that. Oh, yeah. No, but, no, no. But but it just, I was just inebriated enough um, where I couldn't really get how odd the conversation was. Like, I couldn't quite pinpoint yeah. what was going on because I was still catching up with my friends. And again, I, I was drinking. And um, then, then later that night, because I live around the corner from the tavern, uh, it was just really hysterical. Uh, after I walked home, like you sent me that picture, I was like, "You mother yeah. effer!" That was that was yeah. great. <laughs> that was great. Yeah. So anyway, that was that's that's just the that's just a little story about the first time that the three of us were all in the same place together. But uh, just in closing, I just want to say it's it's a labor of love for every person that's ever been involved in this show. You know, nobody gets paid here. Nope. Uh, it, the time is donated, and that's uh, that's generous. Um, and it's a lot of time in some cases, you know, in the beginning it was, pardon me, it was just me and OG and, uh, Mr. Fantastic giving up our time, trying to figure everything out. You know, OG likes to tell the story about how we had little mic stands that were like nailed or screwed into a little piece of wood mm-hmm. just so they <laughs> would stand up, you know, like just, just everything about this, you know, the fact that you're seeing this on, on Instagram right now is, is is the culmination of we need to figure out how to do this in six seconds. You know, like there's a lot of, there's a lot of thought and a lot of love and, and creativity and everything else that goes into the show. And none of that is possible without, uh, without all of you guys, uh, and all of you guys in the past as well, who have contributed your time, uh, your blood, sweat and tears, uh, and have held back, um, the anger hatred and disappointment uh that you feel being <laughs> being my friend uh in in order to make sure that that we get this podcast out to all six people that listen so um i think it's uh, i think it's great this is the greatest thing that i've i've ever been involved in and uh i'm so happy that we've reached not only this milestone numerically but this milestone where where we now the three of us and OG, the executive producer, and some of the other various crew people, uh, product archive employees, uh, con employees, and well, really just sandwich, um, <laughs> uh, are going to take this uh, take this program in a new and exciting and new and exciting directions. Uh, so we're very very happy about that, and I thank. Thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart. And I think, I think OG uh, as well would would echo that sentiment uh, uh, to all you guys that have been involved and the listeners. Finally, most of all, you know, some of you have been listening. Three of you have been listening since uh, we began this, and um, some of you have come and gone and come back again. And you know, that's all really appreciated. And I just want uh, the listeners to know that. Uh, yeah, I I really appreciate you. I appreciate you tuning in for this uh, for this mess of a program uh, where we uh, give our very pointed and and sometimes very harsh uh, opinions on things. But this is who we are. This is this is what the description says. If you go over <laughs> to the website Geek Stuff TNG under the crew page, you'll see uh, everything there. Beautiful and. It is. It is. Yeah. And with that, uh, Mr. Monty, uh, Mr. Sandwich, before he falls over asleep, 
uh, I'm going to bring this episode of Geek Stuff TNG, the incredible 600th uh, 600th episode spectacular. Is that what I called it earlier? Something that like that. that one. Uh, I think I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna bring this one to a close uh, in a different way than we uh, normally end by saying thank you, thank you, thank you for everything. Thank you for being uh, Patreons. If you're not, go over and check out the Patreon. Thank you for tuning in, subscribing, commenting either on Discord or to us directly via email or via the GVM line. Two zero one. Seven three zero two five four seven. I thought I was going to catch him just not just paying napping. attention. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and and keep them coming. You know, uh, the next big event for the listeners is going to be the Telefriend, uh, the Telefriend event, which is going to come up in in probably in the fall, uh, where we're going to ask you to tell a friend about the show, get a friend involved. And uh, we're going to be giving away fabulous prizes. So uh, stay mm. tuned for that. Right out of Mr. Monty's house. So see some of those things behind him if you're looking on the video? Those are some of the prizes. That's yeah. Spider-Man begin, drawing. Begin That's shopping one of the now. Prizes. Begin shopping That's now, right. That's right. You see all of them? Yeah. Every one of them could be yours. Actually, so. no, the, the McFarlane, there's some McFarlane toys, I promise. Like the Joker, the Batman, like those those can go. Those two are already those two are those were already one. Nothing, no limits on the wonderful things coming out of Mr. Monty's house. Anything is for sale. Even the mic stand he's using right now. You could <laughs> also, win the fabulous also. mic stand. <laughs> and and also, um, there'll be a very special Petraean uh 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 tier created. Where you'll get to see the sandwich uh, in tight, tight shorts, sitting in cake. So that's going to be a very special event when it happens this fall. And uh, with that, we will bring this episode to a close. And we'll see you next week for episode 601, On the Road to 700. And on that note, we cue the music. I got a Spider-Man t-shirt. I got covers that are running off my feet I got a bad mustache, a recurrent rash And not a lot of cash, I spent it on mustache Man, it's good to be a geek It's good to be a geek It's good to be a creep It's good to draw my pictures And no one will have a scene It's good to be a geek It's good to be a Sometimes you know it's good to be a geek Well, it's good to be a geek It's good to play the freak It's good to come my mom And once every other week As far as I can see It's good to play the week Let's stay on painting miniatures Tell it two or three
Turn. Someday I'll fly a magic condo Someday I'll fly a college 